Welcome to 7 Skills for the Future podcast. My name is Emma Sue Prince and this podcast is based on the internationally selling book by the same name. This book focuses on seven important skills. They are adaptability, critical thinking, empathy, integrity, being proactive, being optimistic and being resilient. And this podcast is all about how you can bring these skills into your everyday life so that you are living a life full of happiness, full of purpose, great relationships, doing work that you love and just really getting the most out of life. Welcome back to 7 Skills for the Future podcast and continuing in our Pivot series, I am delighted today to be welcoming Verity de Jong from Vedcooks. Verity's got such a great story behind what she does. She produces a range of linen napkins, tablecloths and placemats and they're all made from 100% Irish linen that is vegetable dyed. But I think the story behind what she does is so interesting. Verity is a really inspiring person. You know, she has started this from nothing at her kitchen table, as many businesses do start. And she talks about really getting in touch with your passion. And it really comes across when she talks about her work. She's got such a strong link to this passion and purpose. So that's got to be really important when you're thinking about changing and pivoting is really getting in touch with why you're doing something, the purpose of of what you do. But she also talks about the importance of just jumping in and doing. So not overthinking too much and focusing on action, even when you don't know what the outcome is going to be, even when you think this might be risky, you do it anyway. So these are key facets of resilience, being proactive and optimism. And her linen and placemats have been featured in Living Magazine, Stylist and Elle Magazine. And it's still a really, really small business. So enjoy this episode. So I am delighted to be speaking to Verity de Jong today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm thrilled to be joining you. Thanks for having me. Well, the first thing I want to say is I love your products because I love, love, love tablecloths and napkins. And I'm (laughs) definitely going to be buying some. I just adore them. Um, And your story is incredible and a fantastic testimony to pivoting out of lockdown. Can you explain to our listeners about what you do? So your company is called Ved Cooks. Maybe we can start with the name. Yeah. <laughs> so Ved Cooks stands for my name, which is Verity, then Eco Dying Cooks. So the idea behind it is whatever I cook. I naturally die from food waste. I manufacture and retail hand-dyed linens using natural dyes from redundant leftover skins from various fruits and vegetables. And all the linens are handmade using 100% Irish linen, which is the best quality linen in my eyes. And they're dyed in small batches in my tiny Mm -hmm. kitchen. Each linen is unique. Um, So you won't get one that's exactly identical to the other, which I think is something that's quite special. But I mean, I don't even know where to begin with like 
vegetables and dying I mean how does that work what is the process that you use in your tiny kitchens it's sort of a long process from the beginning from the start to the end it's it does take up to three weeks to complete Mm -hmm. and you have to prep the fabric by using sort of an organic mordant which is what I do but there are other ways that you can do it and then you boil the vegetables or fruit and that's how you extract all the pigment out of the fruits and then Mm -hmm. it's sort of a bit of trial and error so I have to do a lot of color testing and at the beginning to make sure that the color doesn't bleed and then when you wash it if a customer buys Mm -hmm. it it's not going to be plain by the by the end of the time they put it in the washing machine or hand wash it Yes. So it's 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 a bit of trial and error, but it's something that I quite enjoy and it's it's um it's very nice to see that from a vegetable you can get a beautiful colour. How did you come to be doing this? So what made you think of doing this? So I studied fine arts at Parsons, the new school for design in New York, um a couple of years ago, and part of my coursework was I was I would make edible and inedible food sculptures. So this is where it all started. Uh-huh. And okay. more recently, I worked in the fashion industry for a couple of years. But when lockdown hit, I would spend hours in my kitchen, which I'm sure a lot of people would do if they had their kitchen table as their workspace. And I would often just be cooking and realizing what am I doing with all this food waste? Is there a more sustainable way that we can use this? And that's where it all started, just mm-hmm. experimenting. And my kitchen basically became my laboratory. It was bits everywhere and <laughs> linens and yes. you know, probably driving my flatmate crazy. But <laughs> it, it sort of started there. And then I guess started posting it on Instagram and getting a feel for what people wanted. Because I also, on my website, I have um, recipes. So a lot of the fruits and vegetables that are in the napkins you can you can also pair it with a meal so like the bolognese with an avocado skin or sorry onion skin because onion skins are in bolognese not avocados Mm -hmm. it's sort of a way to be playful you know you can create something that's beautiful have a nice meal and share it with friends family and so on yeah it's a lovely story but it's also just the experience of using those products and then that kind of thoughtfulness I guess on you know how they've come about as well Uh, so how how big is your business at the moment so it's just me that runs everything um it's it's growing I think in the beginning of lockdown everyone was sort of at home so everyone was sort of on their social apps and looking for something to do it's getting a lot larger this year um now that I've got a stockist which um it's called Glasset which is Laura Jackson's new platform which is going to be quite exciting. It's getting a lot busier, I think, towards Christmas. It's nice to sort of um, be able to grow and to, you know, start something by myself, I think is quite exciting. Also daunting when it sort of was started out of lockdown. But um, I'm looking forward to, you know, producing more. And I think the way that the business runs is when fruits and vegetables are in season, is what is how the colors are created so each season there's new colors there's new fruits vegetables I'm excited to grow the business definitely and hopefully with more stockers on board that will 
Mm. that will help but at the beginning you know creating something completely different and new what do you think were some of the skills that have helped you being creative definitely has helped me along the way also to start a new venture um I've always been quite good with my hands (laughs) sort of making sculptures cushions artwork I think that comes from my fine art background but also I have such a strong love for food, which I'm sure a lot of people do, not just me. And I love visiting restaurants when they were open, um, mm. not on lockdown, and just trying dishes and, and all the different flavours. And I think the combination between food and my love for sort of fabric and my creativity, it sort of all came together quite organically, mm. which definitely think helped. I don't think being... <laughs> think being quite short and quite small and having these large stock pots is probably not the best decision I didn't really start (laughs) out thinking I'm going to make dying napkins but um I I don't know it's it's a new venture and I think it's something that people should you know try if they're able to do and they should you know find out what skills can help them along the way Mm -hmm. and it may be one skill that they've never really thought about that's actually does become their new venture and having that skill can really can help sure absolutely it could be and, and it could be something that perhaps you didn't expect no um, or didn't kind of I don't you think know think... I thought I was going to make naturally dyed napkins and linens I think when yeah. you come up with a venture you always think this is the best idea that's the best idea and then you always think of something else well that's mainly my mentality I always am thinking <laughs> about the next thing I want to do but when I found Mm. that I could intertwine my love for food and my love for fabrics it was sort of a married made in heaven almost Mm. it sort of just it just it sat well really well for me and yeah um, to know that people also liked them liked buying them was interested in it made me think gosh Mm. this could this could be a business yes and I think I think that kind of um energy and enthusiasm that you feel both from yourself and from people liking what you Mm. do kind of helps you doesn't it It kind of definitely helps drive you starting a business is a you know as you said daunting um Mm. a lot of people would shy away from it you know however talented they are they might think Mm. oh I could never start a business so what do you think that's about? Where where do you think you've managed to kind of get that from? I think I just really felt like my time was now to try it. I think in lockdown, everyone was sort of working at the same sort of pace. And, you know, if people were on furlough or things happened in their business, there's a lot of change. And I think I've also have a bit of sort of business set mind where I felt like, if I'm not going to do this, then maybe someone else might. So I have to strive Mm. now, get ahead of the time and use this time mainly for myself. And if it doesn't work out, that's fine. But at least I've tried. Mm. I just I know it does take a lot of guts to do. And it's not an easy thing to start your own business, you know, and also having to do the whole social side I do all the PR side I do all the uploading mm. and basically making everything myself I do it all myself yes. at the moment yes. which does take a lot of time um, and energy 
but I absolutely love it and I'm sure mm. if someone I think I think if you're thinking about starting your own business you've just got to write down everything lay it out whether you want to do a business plan or you want to just mm. start something small and see how it grows and then then you can start thinking well maybe I should bring in someone here if you're sitting at home and you're thinking right I've got a job I'm not too happy in it or I do like it but I could do something else there's no harm on starting something on the side and just Mm. seeing if that's something that can become a business and everything happens at the kitchen table I always think oh (laughs) yes yes yeah the conversations the ideas definitely yeah, yeah I think, I that's think you true. just have to go for it I think any thought mm. that you have in your head that you think oh this person doesn't like it and you ask your friends you just have to you have to go with your gut and if you think it's a good idea mm. just try it and if it doesn't work then you move on to something else yes yes so it's kind of it's not being afraid to take risks no and just it's not you, you just can't forward. be afraid I think you have to go for it because if you don't, then you'll risk the chance someone else might have that idea mm. and someone else might. Well, maybe maybe you just have to want it enough yourself, don't you? Exactly. Like, it, you know, listening to you, it sounds like you discovered something that you didn't know was there almost and thought, exactly. right, I want to do this. Yeah. Um, and I also love what you say about timing. You know, it's kind of like there was a perfect storm of, of yes, you know, we had lockdown and all Mm. these different things but it kind of also I think has pushed people into kind of thinking well what do I want to do what am I Mm. doing definitely Um, and I think with the support of lots of small independent businesses now popping up yes you know it, it helps to know that there are people that are doing it and you know supporting Mm. one another and it shows that Mm. you know you can do it you just have to put in the time you have to be determined and you have to believe mm. in what yeah. you're doing as well um, yeah yeah but you know there's always a risk that it's not going to work out but but that's like anything exactly anything <laughs> that you do yeah anything that you do so what do you think when you sort of reflect back on the last year 18 months what's been most challenging for you in creating this business I think I think when I'm creating new colours and testing all the different fruits and vegetables, it it is quite hard. So I also make um, bespoke table runners and tablecloths for clients. And they also send me, you know, an image of a colour they like, mm-hmm. and like match this. And I think when you're dying with natural, anything natural, basically, it's always hard to get the colour exactly the same. If you were doing something that wasn't, it'd be quite easy to dye, you know, get like an artificial dye and just pour it until it completely matches identical. So that's that's challenging. I think also launching something out of, you know, in lockdown and sort of carrying it through out of lockdown has also mm-hmm. been quite challenging to sort of see you know I had everything online before and and as all all my products are you know made to be felt tangible it's quite Mm. hard to rely on photography videos showcasing everything that I've done and products you know to, to hopefully make a sale and I think out of lockdown is it's that transition you know being in lockdown Mm. coming out of lockdown and that's also a challenge to now 
diversify yourself and actually put your product in front of customers and say, yes, yes. I was born in lockdown, but I'm out of it now. Yes. This is the product yeah. you've seen a picture of. Yes. And yeah. So that's that's also a challenge, that differentiation between mm. moving from one part of your whole business was supposed to be seen virtually and now it's physical yes and adapting adapting to that whole all of that um, yeah you, you definitely you have to pivot it's yes. um, challenging but also rewarding at the same time because I've been able to move a business from lockdown mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. trying to continue it out <laughs> and and how how are you doing that persevering I think I'm trying to just continue what I'm doing and creating and making and you know I think the most rewarding thing about what I do is you never really know what exact color you're going to get out of a fruit or a vegetable each season I try to recreate the same colors that customers say oh do you have you know another two of those colors that I ordered last season and I say, yes, but they are slightly different. But people don't really mind because they want something mm. that is different. They don't want a product that you can buy off the high street that everyone has. It's also rewarding, I find, that, you know, food waste, you know, so people just waste it. Restaurants, people and at home. And it's, it's nice to know that you can create something that is beautiful from yes. something that's disregarded and is that part of your story and your marketing that people know the origins yeah and, and... I think every every set you buy I sort of they have a care label and it comes in a bag mm. and it tells you how to wash it and all of that because um I think it's important for people to connect with the product to realize yes. where it's come from how it's being created and also you can cook a lovely meal that complements your lovely mm. napkins or yeah. I've always loved French linen so I think my how I make my napkins because they're all hand frayed my by myself mm -hmm. which I think mm -hmm. is also another extra level it's it sort mm -hmm. of elevates your table and I think now and tablescaping has sort of come from lockdown out of lockdown everyone's yes. wanting a beautiful table they're That's wanting true. to invite their friends candles creating these linens has been a lovely thing that I've done in lockdown mm. and I hope to continue to do this yeah and what do you think is going to be challenging for you as you start to grow at the moment I've got a couple of Christmas fairs coming up mm -hmm. I did do um virtual fairs in lockdown which I again I think was quite difficult because everything I make is tangible mm. it's not sort of mm -hmm. something that you can just click and buy I definitely want to get into shops as well I think that share my focus and because they are sustainable and then they're handmade I want to be stocked with people that also embody that and they, yes, they really yes. want to sell things that are lasting for the customers. That isn't mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. a high street shop that would just, you know, factory like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so are you approaching 
shops or are you approaching any mainstream shops maybe i i target sort of small boutique shops that okay are independent at the moment um like i said i've got one um stockist online which is really focusing on artisans and um really embracing the british craft which is something that i really admire as well because myself sort of making it in in my home kitchen um it's nice to be with a stockist that embodies that and showcases the talent um of independent makers i mean obviously it'd be amazing to be in some large um retail stores yeah i think (laughs) if if i continue to sort of grow i'm going to have to hire more people to help me Mm Because, yeah, um, it's quite hard to do it all myself um, yeah. and make it all by myself. Mm. And and I mean, there comes a point when you have, I guess, there comes a point when you kind of have to go beyond your kitchen table. Completely. Yeah. Completely. And um, I'm sure that I'm sort of, I have sort of a dream of having my own sort of utility room where I have all the washing yeah. and the drying machines and can carry my stock pots over because um, there's a there's a 70 litre stock pot behind me above mm-hmm. my shelf, which I mean, I ca- I'm going to have to put them somewhere other than displaying yes. them in my <laughs> flat, not yeah. looking too attractive. So, <laughs> If you were going to give three tips to our listeners, so I'm thinking about people who, I know you've talked about this a little bit already, um, but people who are thinking about doing something completely different mm. or you know, pivoting and trying something else. Mm. Um, maybe, as you said before, maybe they're in a job already, but want to, you know, try their hand. What would, What are three tips you would give? I think you just have to continue to experiment with ideas mm-hmm. until something sits right. And you just have to persevere, you know, through your work and through your idea at the same time. And just... I think you have to say to yourself that it's okay to change your direction of thought. Mm. So mm. if you are thinking, I want to make ceramics, and then the next day, nope, you want to make bed linen. It's okay <laughs> to change your mind. Yeah, but yes. when something sits right, then just go for it. Mm. You have to. And then if it doesn't work out, you do the bed linen. Yeah. <laughs> oh thank you so much Verity for coming on the show it's been lovely to have you I know you say that they're tangible products we need to be able to touch and feel them but I love napkins tablecloths so much that I probably would just go to the website and get them anyway because I just I just have a thing about them but if our listeners want to find out more so um, my website is vedcooks.com and my Instagram handle is at vedcooks and I'm also stocked on glassset.com as well, which is the new um, platform I mentioned. You know, come say hi, drop me a message. I'm always, you know, all ears, can answer any questions that people have. Lots of people message me about, can I use this fruit to dye mm. and <laughs> so on. <laughs> so any any time anyone wants to get in contact, my email also is on the website. And just to say thank you so much, Verity, for coming today. Oh, it's um, such a pleasure. Really in- lovely chatting. Thank you for listening to the podcast. 
Make sure you subscribe to the show on your podcast player or on YouTube. And if you can leave us a positive review, we really appreciate it. If you want more support, tips and ideas to strengthen these skills, go to the website unimenta.com where you can take part in live masterclasses, self-access online modules and download lots of free resources. Get the book, Seven Skills for the Future, in all major bookstores and on Amazon. And why not get yourself a copy of the 777 Journal to transform your life in just seven weeks through daily journaling practice.